Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. everyone. Happy Wednesday. Today we're going to continue our discussion about the so-called sincerity trap, which we introduced on Monday's episode as a very prominent way of thinking and of processing the world and who's good, who's bad, who's right, who's wrong in our culture today. Now, traditionally, a a question like this, as we mentioned on Monday's episode, might be framed from the perspective of saying, you know, if I'm a sincere Muslim or Hindu or Buddhist or Christian or whatever, doesn't that mean that I should go to heaven, right? If I'm really sincere, if I really believe it, if I do all the things, doesn't that count for something? On a non-religious level, this same question applies in terms of morality, which is where we're going to focus most of the discussion today, is this idea of being sincere, somehow making you or counting for being a a quote-unquote good person. Now, the first major problem that we discussed on Monday's episode with the sincerity trap is this idea that sincerity is somehow a good test for truth. And we looked at a few examples. There are many. I'm sure you can think of many more that would just fly directly in the face of that kind of thinking. It's very obvious when you stop and consider things that sincerity is not a good test for truth because people have been and can be sincerely wrong. We're sincerely wrong all the time. So sincerity does not make something true. But I want to look today at a second major problem with this kind of sincerity trap, this this question. And that is what people are really meaning and intending when they say something about being sincere or really believing it. And there's a subtext here because on the surface, we understand that sincerity means that I just really believe it. I'm passionate. I'm committed. But below the surface, especially if we're talking about sincerity somehow equating to salvation or again, in a secular context, equating to somehow moral moral goodness or justification for your actions in some way. What is actually meant by sincerity is usually this idea of being good or being a good person. Now, if we stop and think about that for a second as Christians, I think we can start to unravel why this is such a dangerous way of thinking. And that is is that when you look at every other worldview, except for Christianity, works and being a good person are at the heart of how a person achieves salvation or enlightenment or nirvana or whatever you want to call it. But getting to that next level or getting to the ultimate goal is usually at least partially, if not mostly, to do with what you can do and accomplish and be as a human being. And so since works are at the core of every other worldview except for Christianity— then we can start to understand why this type of thinking is so problematic in our culture, and it's very dangerous for Christians. Because if we frame this idea of sincerity as just being a good person, 
Now we can see that the question is really, well, if I'm just a good enough person, doesn't that make me worthy of salvation or doesn't that make me right? And we can see, I think, obviously that that is also not the case. That flies directly in the face of the gospel. The gospel message is that no one is good enough to earn salvation. And that is why Christ's death, burial, and resurrection was necessary that it is only through trusting in his goodness, his works, to pay for our sin that we can have a hope of being restored and redeemed to our relationship with God and, and being saved. Ultimately, it comes down to whether we are going to trust in our own goodness or Christ's. And frankly, if you're in a conversation with someone who brings this kind of thinking up, I think this is an excellent opportunity to share the gospel with them because that whole idea of trusting in your own goodness is is a really great segue into asking people questions about how they know that they're good enough, how they know that they've done enough. This is a problem, frankly, with Mormon theology. If you look at the Mormon translation or take on the passage in Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, that by grace you have been saved, that not of yourselves through works, it's a gift of God. The Mormon take on that verse is that we know that by grace we have been saved through faith after all we can do. That's specifically added. And so that begs the question, if grace only applies after all I can do, then how do I know if I've done enough? There really isn't any standard given. So anytime I could have done something else but chose to do, I don't know, anything that isn't works-related for my religion instead, every time I chose to take a nap instead of witness, every time I chose to watch a movie instead of read my Bible, have I really done all that I can do? It becomes very problematic. And so this is a great opportunity to share the gospel and to get people thinking about this whole notion that anyone can be good enough. And even if you could be, how would you know? So on Friday's episode, we're going to tie this topic off by applying this kind of thinking, this sincerity trap, to our culture right now. And I want us to see some examples of how it is being used right now, today, in the way that things are being portrayed, in the kinds of statements that people are making, in the news, in the media, so on and so forth. Because this is a dangerous line of thinking that Christians need to be aware of so that we can ask the right questions to combat it. So I hope you'll join me then, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow on Fruit Snacks. 